Hello, everyone. Are you on your way to shift empty success into fulfillment? Welcome to Uplift My Life Today, the podcast. You are now in a safe place where we converse, explore, reflect, connect, and deep dive into our inner world together. Fulfillment starts from within. Every conversation and discussion here is a journey, one that you will continue even after the episode completes. My name is Astuti Marto Sudirjo. I am your host. And thank you for choosing to uplift your life today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Uplift My Life Today podcast. Yes, on YouTube or audio. My name is Astuti Marto Sudirjo. I'm your host. I am a subconscious mind reprogrammer and basically helping go-getters from around the world to face their emotional crisis and to create a life of fulfillment beyond just success. And um, I work with both of their conscious and subconscious mind. And this is why I host many conversations with different experts to help the different parts of the journey of different people. So today I have with me Ilana Jankovic, my beloved friend and a mindset, money mindset coach based in Switzerland. Ilana and I had a conversation about a couple of months ago about how old is too old, really, to start a new life or to restart your life. And we, I, in my profession, I had a lot of younger people who had this ceiling above their head saying, like, I'm too old to change. And when I shared with them how old I was when I started this career that I'm in right now, they were all gobsmacked. So as I was sharing this with uh, Ilana, Ilana was like, let's have a chat about it. And so this is the chat. Thank you for coming, Ilana. So, Gigi, thank you for having me. I've um, been here before, and it's really cool <laughs> and lovely speaking to your audience. So, thank you for having me. Always lovely to have you here. So, can we start off with your story? Um, mindset, money mindset coaching certainly is not something that you've done for decades. Okay, great. So, would you mind sharing your story in terms of what happened in your life that led you to this journey and can you share a little bit about your journey in starting sure 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 I wish that I had known about it (laughs) earlier I wish that I had known about it gosh it would have saved a lot of heartache a lot of stress Mm. a lot of um just anxiety and Mm. fear I think if I knew about if I know now if I knew then what I know now Basically, I've grown up with poverty and scarcity mm. and everything was wrapped around this, this feelings of not being good enough, not deserving, not um, being able to have the things I want, not to ask for things because 
girls, good girls don't ask for things. Mm. And this comes to all areas of your life, money and as I said, different areas of your life. But literally from growing up with a scarcity, I learned that a, a coping mechanism was how I overindulged on things. Mm. How I became probably quite an angry person internally because I felt, why did it happen to me? Very much the victim mentality. Why is this happening to me? Why did other people have money? Why did other people have all these mm. holidays? Why couldn't I have that? Which makes you compare yourself, makes you judge, which yeah. is an addiction. And the other addiction that I had was shopping, how to fill this emotional hole with stuff, so lots and lots of stuff, to make yourself feel better for a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So growing up with that and taking that into my adulthood, when I when I got into problems with overspending and credit cards and fighting with my husband because the credit card bills used to mm. come with statements and I realized that I wasn't getting out of it this time, I finally went for money coaching, which when I heard about it, I thought, what's this nonsense? Like what they're trying to sell? I was not interested. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I learned. I took a money quiz, which is one of the ways I also work, and I saw the different archetypes that came up and how it called me the fool and the innocent and the victim and the martyr and the tyrant. And I thought, I'm not doing this. This is horrible. How old were you when you did this? 15. Quiz. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got it. <clears throat> and I thought, there's no ways on earth I'm doing this. There's yeah. no ways on earth... I'm going to sit there and have somebody telling me, probably a younger person telling me how I should have done this and mm -hmm. I should know better because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I kept getting that at home. You need to budget. You need to know how much you're spending. And mm -hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know how to budget. I didn't mm -hmm. know what the purpose of a budget was. The idea of a Excel spreadsheet scared the living daylights out of me. It's not I the most attractive the only way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still of that opinion, by the way. <laughs> I thought that um, this was something that I was never going to master and I just kind of accepted it. But getting the help in a very, very short time, I could see how my spending was affecting so many different areas of our relate my relationship mm -hmm. with my family, with myself, how I was always making myself even feel more not good enough because mm -hmm. I kept this habit up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, Ilana, if I understand you correctly, around this time, when you realize existing patterns or existing behavior patterns, and then you see possibility to change it, you basically decided I'm going to change or show up differently in life. So if, if I can ask you two things, what did you decide to bring or invite more into your life at that point? And what did you decide to let go at that point? To let go of was the scarcity. Okay. To let go of the scarcity mindset of realizing that I don't have enough, I'll never have enough, I'm not mm -hmm. good enough, and rather taking on there's more than enough. Mm -hmm. There's so much more that if I just open my eyes and look around me and just see all the beauty. So you become a lot more aware. Mm -hmm. You become also spiritual, realizing the universe 
is going to look after you. Yes. You said to me earlier. <laughs> yes. And you also realize that you can change. You can fix the situation. You mm. don't have to have this and be the victim and say, well, this is my luck and this is my this is my lot in life and this is how it's going to be. You can change it. Mm-hmm. You can change and and understand how money works, understand how you've been in such a fixed negative mindset and you can change it to a healthy growth mindset. Mm-hmm. When you think about how you did business, because you always work up to that point. I mean, you've been always working. This is what uh-huh. I know of you. Uh-huh. And before this kind of realization, how, if you look back, Ilana, how how was your business then or how your business performed or how you perform in your business prior to understanding this mindset compared to after you did the inner work and change it? I was, I've always been very driven and I always did well in my business, except Mm -hmm. whatever came in, I spent it. Got it. There was this feeling of not enoughness, not enoughness. I need to keep buying, shopping, doing, and also giving away the money, Mm -hmm. giving away money to everybody and anybody, mostly my family. Mm -hmm which mm-hmm. when I learned where that comes from, how that comes from a feeling of if I have it, I'm going to lose it anyway because I don't know how to hold on to it. So I might yeah. as well give it away. At least I'm controlling it. Yeah. Yeah. And descent. I did and a lot that. of that. Right. Right. It's so interesting, right? Because it's with money, it's, it, it impacts you either in attracting money or using money or saving money and depending on what you believe in it impacts could be it impacts you know your ability to invite money with ease into your business into your life or enjoying it or saving it um it's very interesting because i had a client who is a business owner and he came and he's like look i need to work on my money mindset as we drill deep 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 into his fear is actually he's very uncomfortable with the idea of having debt. It's very difficult to expand a business and it's a family business that's been going on for decades now. He wanted to expand. He has an idea how to expand it, but there's this fear of having debt and running a business. Sometimes you need to, to take this risk. And he said, I don't have issue in attracting, but just thinking of paying the debt or, you know, because we, we actually borrow money to buy, to buy materials and then produce it and then sell it. It's very, very paralyzing that it's better to keep the business in that size because that's the amount of stress I can handle. (laughs) So we are healing this fear of debt. So it was so interesting because you do all kinds of business like a business decision ceiling because of the fear. Because he said, we have no issue with liquidity. I know that because he's been running for years. And But I'm scared personally. I'm scared of debt. And this is my family business. So it was so interesting. And in your case, it was really not issue in attracting the money. But when it comes, it's just it coming out very quickly. So that's interesting. And also just the limiting beliefs of that are stopping you, that are thinking if something happens. But as long as there's savings, as long as there's savings in, in a business, like 
talking about your client you're speaking about, that if, for instance, there's some problem with production or something, there's a fallback on. Mm -hmm. I always talk about the buffer fund. Mm -hmm. So that he can most certainly go bigger, mm -hmm. much bigger, but if there's some sort of a buffer that he can rely on, if things, you know, he doesn't, the sales haven't come through yet or it's still taking a, a, a while to come through the process, that he basically has this emergency fund, this buffer to fall back on. Yeah. That was something I also never, ever had. I never had savings. Yeah. I never had an emergency fund. Yeah, I think in this case, he knows the numbers. It's not an issue. It's his personal emotions about it. Mm. So he said, it's not logical. <laughs> There's no proof that I'm Might not going be to be from able. childhood. Might it's be from ancestors. Childhood. It's two generations back. I was going to say, yes. this comes from childhood, yeah. childhood trauma that there is many beliefs yeah. that that's there. And it's, that's, uh, I, I think in this case, it was three generations back. So he doesn't even know anymore the story of of the family, but it's in his body. So we could mm -hmm. we could clear out the energy and... Mm. Mm. And um, when I'll, I'll see how he's, because it's very easily, how do you know you have this fear? And it's like, every time I sign a check, I get stressed. Mm. It's not that the money is not there. The money is there, but I'm so stressed. And it's because the idea of having a debt stressing me out. So we'll see if this dissipate. <laughs> That's quite beautiful that he actually sees it because a lot yeah. of times people don't see it. Right. They don't see it. You know, yes. I've heard of clients that tell me their husbands get very, very grumpy when it comes to payday because they've got to pay bills mm -hmm. and they don't even realize that that the guy doesn't realize that that's happening, but the wife doesn't want to be in the same room or in the same mm -hmm. house as him. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's bringing up things from the childhood, from the past. Yeah. 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 It's very interesting, but yeah, this is what I love about, about all this. Uh, fear is in your body. And especially when you know it's not based on something concrete, nor, conscious because the numbers has showed him differently but why do I still have the fear and this is and because he he is leading the business I mean he can't he understand there's a limit to this if I still have the fear I can see where we want to go but why am I not able to get comfortable with the idea of the expansion knowing that I have the resources to do it so it's just very interesting but yeah it's it's, it's a it's a it's a nice um that he caught this and then he came, he came in and he said, look, yeah. we've been working on a personal staff. And then, then he said, okay, now I'm ready to talk about my business. I said, okay. <laughs> so, <Fantastic. laughs> But anyways, coming back to you, because this is such a interesting topic. So as you started, Ilana, you were, you were realizing that um, there's a different way of showing up in connections to money. You can maintain success, but you don't have to spend as much as you did before uh, at the age around at the at the age of fifty. So what happened? So you set up your business right away. So I've always been in business. I know how to run a business. I know about marketing. I know about sales. I know all the elements of business. I just didn't know personally about the finances and about making budgets. I always mm -hmm. had in a business. You got accountants. You got people working for you, doing it for you in the business. Mm -hmm. um, in my own personal life, it was my mess, my finances that were in a mess. So by fixing this now reflects very clearly on the way I run business mm -hmm. because I don't have an, I know what budgeting is for. I know that it's important to see where the money is going, not wondering what the heck where did that go? Or, you know, worrying about cash flow problems. I understand how how the money moves mm -hmm. 
And that's become very, very easy for me. So by doing this coaching and then starting my business, I was then able to link people that are running a business or people that have a hobby, how to turn it into making money, Mm. how to turn it into seeing the opportunities. Sometimes people have, and you mentioned earlier on fear, there's so much fear that it stops them from actually seeing that we actually live in an abundant world, Mm. that there is, you don't have to have scarcity, you can choose abundance instead. Mm -hmm. You can choose prosperity. And then you start seeing things in a different light. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you look back, because you've been doing this business now for for a while successfully, and you are helping other business owners and professionals to be much more prosperous um, in much more, I would say, prosperous in from the perspective that they are much more is compact is much more balance between the efforts and the the rewards. I would say when I when yes. when I'm thinking about abundance is the way is a bit there's an element of balance between what you give out and coming back in. And looking at in the way you build up your business, first of all, I don't know if there's a lot of people well, in Switzerland anyways, who are very courageous to start over building up a business at the age of beautiful 50, because this is like another decade. I think most of people, when they need to approach the job markets or reinvent themselves at this stage of life, a lot more fear coming up. So if you look back into your process, obviously you have the right mindset or you work on the right mindset. What else did you notice that possibly could help people uh, in who would like to start over? It doesn't need to be in the 50s. It could be in 40s, 30s, whatever age, that who would like to show up in life differently and continue to be successful, but yeah. doing something that is completely different. First of all, I've seen people doing it in their 60s, and I've seen people become doctors, women become doctors. One of the great things is I often think, would I have been able to do the way I'm working now 20 years before? And probably not. A couple of reasons. One is because your focus is just different at different ages. There's also, I always say there's a season for everything. Now that my kids are older and out of the house, I'm able to actually focus more on what are my clients needing? Mm. What are they wanting to learn? How much, how I can build more content and to be able to help each and every person that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. It's so I have more freedom now. I have mm-hmm. more because my kids are out of the house. I have more capacity to do the work. Mm-hmm. When my kids were young kids, you you know, I mean, you just spend some time with your nephew. You know how when yes. they live, they take all your time. Yes. It's very difficult then to kind of juggle everything. Yes. When now I find I'm doing this because it's my calling. It's my mm-hmm. calling, my, my meaning in mm-hmm. this world to help as many women, and I work predominantly with women, mm-hmm. to become financially independent, to mm-hmm. understand how they can have a better relationship with money. Because the relationship you have with money isn't just with money. Yeah. When you fix the relationship with money, you'll fix that problem with your mother or your your yeah. partner or sure. work situation or marriage situation. Money's an energy and mm-hmm. it touches all areas of your life. So doing this now, I'm in some ways incredibly grateful mm-hmm. 
because I have the capacity to do it. I have the capacity mm-hmm. to work with who I want to work with and help them in a very deep way. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, I might not have had the maturity. I might not have had the, I probably wouldn't have had the maturity or the wisdom, or I would have been very busy running to uh, parents' teachers' meetings or things that my children needed because ultimately when your mum, your kids come first. Yeah, it comes first, yeah. So I'm actually incredibly grateful to have found this mm-hmm. because I feel that the more women I help, doesn't matter what their ages are, and I work with women from literally in their 20s to mid-60s, mm-hmm. You're never too young or too old to actually start. If you've been doing something one way, you can change it. Yeah. If you've been doing something and you've been, you're not having the success or the life you want, change it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I always say to myself, you're never too late to come to your own party. <laughs> it's there your you party. Go. It's your life. <laughs> there you go. Have more fun in life, more yes. vitality. And, and, and I think this is also something that is not just about work it's also about relationship like i i also spoke with uh kelly brandley one of the is the relationship coach you know divorce starting over all these things and and generally a lot of people have to start a second life or third life at a certain age um and there's no I, i i'm one of those people who believe there's no right or wrong it's just your journey and and sometimes I do believe personally that crisis opens up possibility of huge door to grow. And so to have something, you know, stable for forever is almost like it is difficult. It's probably non-existence. And, and if you really generally want it to grow. So I was taken aback when one of my clients was like, oh my God, you started you're you become an independent when you were 40 and I was like yes and I didn't think there's anything wrong with that because of the way I, I perceive life is you know like restart start restart restart but I, I realized that this isn't something a lot of people take lightly basically so I'm glad to hear that that for you suddenly you could see that you could offer something so much more deep than Otherwise, if you had done the same job, probably in your 30s or 40s. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think also nowadays, people are living longer. People are healthier. We know about these medical things, uh, interventions and technology that wasn't back 50 years ago in our parents' parents' time. So I think we're living longer. Mm -hmm. We need this money to be able to last longer Mm -hmm. than it did before. Yeah. I also think that the second half of your life, be it your 40s, your 50s, whatever it is, is an opportunity for different things, for new things. Mm-hmm. When you're in your 20s, you'll find that a lot of people will find you kind of like doing everything what other people are doing. You're in a relationship or you're getting married or you're having kids or whatever it is. When you get to the second half of your life, Things are different. It becomes you can actually focus more on what you need. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was fixing what I needed and then realizing that there's so many women out there that have got the same issues that I have. When I was learning about these different money, growth mindset, fixed mindset, 
learning about money myths, about these archetypes, I kept thinking, I she's talking to one of my aunts, one of my mm-hmm. sister-in-laws. Some, I kept hearing and relating it to people and realizing that there's so many people that struggle with it. There's so many women. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they've got little money or a lot of money mm-hmm. that don't have a good relationship with money, mm-hmm. that leave it up to their husbands, that leave it up to the partners, that think it's going to be okay or stress that it's not going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to help those women, as many women as I can. That's my mission to change the life for them and for the next generation, mm-hmm. that women can realize that by protecting their money, by saving their money, they can be it for there's so many children that need to go to school, their kids, family, that they can do things better creatively with the money than on addictions, mm-hmm. on shopping or whatever their, whatever their addiction happens to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you look back into from today, if you look back to from your, where is the, where are you sitting down today in your office into the beginning of your journey in building up this business, can you share one or two, I don't really want to call it mistakes, but it could have been perceived to be a mistakes or learnings, if you want, um, that you think is useful for other people who's thinking about doing the same regardless how old they are? I like what you said about not mistakes and learnings because I also see them as learnings. I think that when you learn from something that you've done that isn't right, it's incredibly helpful. What I would say to somebody that's wanting to start out is actually, as I said, just do it. Don't hold yourself back because you think it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. If you are, and this is a question, so I'm phrasing a little bit different. If you are solving a problem for somebody, it's going to work. If you're solving a problem for somebody, be it helping them with their finances or helping them how to budget or helping them how to feel that there's enough money by showing them all these things that were blocking them, all the limiting beliefs, if you are that puzzle maker that's putting this together, I would say go for it. Mm. Don't see it as... I can't do this. I'm too old. I'm too whatever. So working, work with, change the mindset, basically. Change the mindset. Right. Fear change will always brain. stop you. Don't allow the fear to stop you. Mm-hmm. Fear will always tell you, I can't. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm not clever enough. I haven't got university degrees. You know, all these different things these people tell me. Do it anyway if you believe that you're solving a problem for somebody because if you're solving a problem for someone, there's always going to be work for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to, based on my personal experience, adding to this, I agree with everything completely with what you're saying. As, as soon as I know what I like to do, what what I'd like to do, how I that what I like to do helpful for other people, that they are willing to do exchange in terms of energy. So in this case with money, then I went for it. But of course, the other thing that I learned is to give myself enough time to set this well. Sorry, I just have to clear my throat to give myself enough time to set it well. I think this is what I learned 
especially because if you set up your own business, right? Um, how you are and the level of fear that you have in your body impacts how the journey of you building a business. So it's just for people to be mindful about that, uh, that the fear impacts how you build the business. Therefore, it's important to make sure you check all the time on your fear level because fear and excitement is is very close. It's very, very close. Mm -hmm. But it's really easy to tip over to the other side, (laughs) to the fear Mm -hmm. from the excitement. In my case, it is actually about timing. So I'm I I get excited or pressurized by time. So in my case, it's it's timing to give myself enough time. For other people, it's something else. But it's about checking in the thermostat of the fear and excitement regularly. How do you think about that? I, I think you're completely, I think you're completely right. And I also agree with that. A lot of the time, it it could just be excitement. It doesn't have to be fear. See it as something positive. And as you said, if there's an exchange, which is what I was saying with if you're solving a problem for somebody, the exchange is going to be there. So there is going to be a a viable business. Mm -hmm. Also, you don't have to have all the answers. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just go for it. You're learning along the way. You're learning. You will also find that the clients that you are magnetically drawn to have got issues that you've worked, that you've possibly worked through or need to work through. Mm-hmm. I kept on when I started the business getting women that had narcissistic, grew up in narcissistic homes. And I was like, why do I keep getting these women with these issues? Because I needed to still work on those areas in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what I would say is be open. Yeah. Be open to believe and to trust that you're going to get the right energy that's going to flow and give yourself the time to see what's going on not just rush through it Mm -hmm. yes I think this is again I think it always comes down to beliefs right because you hear all kinds of things about building up a business you have to you you have to work all the time you have to it's almost like you almost have to sacrifice or suffer in in the process i think this was the the thing that i challenged myself when i started to be my own boss <clears throat> is it true actually it's not true because when i'm stressed i don't generate anything <laughs> that's it that's it that you're 100% right and i think that could be a fear why people stop doing it because they feel that you work all the time mm-hmm. you need to have balance yeah you need to have balance. You need to find when, if you worked for a company, if you worked for a corporate, and you and I were talking about this before, before we went live, you would get so many year, a days leave a year. As yeah. a business owner, you need to take that time. Build yeah. your business slower. Yeah. Don't be in a rush to do it because you need still time to look after yourself. You yeah. and I have had lots of conversations about burnout. Yeah. You can have burnout being a business owner. Doesn't You don't only because you've worked in a corporate or in a bank so it's about balance it's about looking after yourself but at the same time if it's your mission if it's your spiritual purpose to do whatever you're doing all the things will be there yeah you just have to take that leap yeah you have to take that leap and change your belief that is against that leap (laughs) that's the point yeah exactly I, it took me it took me some time to figure but I'm glad I'm figuring I also learned this through 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 my own process and 
So I think I would like to summarize and please add something. So for anybody who would like to start over, be it in your 30s, 40s, 50s, doing something that is 60s. Yeah, because we live quite long these days. You may live until 100. You you would like to still use your mind uh, to, to create a quality life. The first, so if you want to start over first, clarify first within yourself, what are you good at? What is needed? What are you in which, what are you good at that you feel or proof a proof of concept? There is a proof of concept that what you like to do and you're very good at is needed by other people. As you said, if there is a, if you can solve other people's problem, there is a need for it. And there's a willingness to exchange energy in the form of money, then it's a really good start because you know what you're going to go. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So the second is take the leap of faith. And if there's resistance, identify what are these resistance because it's very likely going to connect with existing belief that are not helping you to move forward. And then third, change the belief one by one. As you proceed with building your business, change your belief parallelly because then you will see the connection between the shift of the belief and the emotions with what is coming towards you from your efforts, basically. And four, always manage the relationship between excitement and fear (laughs) and always check. uh, If there is a fear, ask yourself what can help to let go this fear. If this is a coach, if this is a an accountant if this yes, is yes, something yes. you need outsource or if this is more time with your spouse whatever it is then make sure that you give that to yourself because when you stress out you're not attracting good things into your life That's you're attracting it. more stress into your life okay definitely anything you want to add to that just yeah you know basically you can do whatever brings you joy doesn't matter the age Often you find that people retire at a certain age and then they sit at home and they don't have anything to do. Mm -hmm. By starting later, you've actually got something that interests you, something that you enjoy that you can carry carry on and continue. Mm -hmm. This also keeps you younger. Yeah, yeah. And you were talking about living longer. So you need to make sure that there's money that you can support yourself when you are on pension. Mm-hmm. I really believe that if you've got something of value to give to people, you're always going to have clients that will work with you. Yeah, I, I, I believe that too. Yeah. You and I often talk how we're going to work till the day we die. <laughs> I think that's, that's the, the, you know, we believe in our hearts that what we're doing is something that has more meaning than yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And money is one of them. Money is you need money for health care, for food, for shelter, for all the basic things in your life. Mm-hmm. But as well as that you need the EQ side of money, which is the abundance and knowing that there's enough. And knowing and being able to receive well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just just having a good balance with everything. Yeah, I agree. So I think you want to do do it. <laughs> yes, I and and I also believe that the world is changing so much now that I'm not going to be surprised that the 
the the workplace or the work market is also going to change. Um, I can't really say, you know, into which directions, but suddenly there's an invitation for everybody to start to question why they're here, what yes. they love to do, what they're good at, what they want to learn, and just package all together into something that is um, bringing abundance into your life, including money, not only money, but also including money. So I think, I think this is the invitation actually that I'm, I'm seeing from how the world is these days. And, and for me, there's limitless possibilities and I'm going to be 50 in two years time. So I'm not a, you know, a a spring chicken. Is that what they say? You know, (laughs) but even I uh, truly believe that I can always, I have this conviction that I can always offer something. And uh, and you are absolutely right, Ilana. I think as long as we believe that we have something to offer to other people that they need and willing to exchange some energy, which I think it should not be an issue, then we can always reinvent ourselves and be useful in a way that is abundant. Absolutely. I agree. I completely agree with you. Very good. Okay, so I think I think this 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 has been a very nice reflection. Um, what can I say? If you are ready to reinvent yourself and realizing even before you start the question, you know what is your what you would like to to bring into the world, you start to realize I know I have these blockages in terms of minds. You have both of us to to resort to. Ilana is specializing in relationship with money and I help generally with people in relations to success or into trusting <laughs> your own self to actually be able to make the jump um, and to manage what is coming with the jump. So at least you have us both, but otherwise, good luck. <laughs> just do it. Just, not just, just do it. Just yeah, do it. just do it. <laughs> Very good. So I hope you get a couple of golden nuggets from this conversation. I'll see you in the next episode. And for now, from Switzerland, Ilana and I are saying goodbye to you. Bye. Bye. Thank bye. You. bye. bye.